Hello, I'm Porrick Belton, and welcome to this series of coronavirus talks by Irish writers for their TED Talks. So, what do the theory of gravity, King Lear, and our words for quantity, quality, and essence all have in common? Answer, they were all isolation projects. At home in 1665, the year Daniel Defoe's Journal of a Plague Year takes place, Isaac Newton built bookshelves and made a small office, filling a blank notebook with ideas and calculations. He didn't have the distractions of his teachers or fellow students from Cambridge. And his biographers call it his year of wonders. Newton developed the maths of integration and differentiation, his theories of gravity, the force that ties the whole universe together. And shut in his room, he made light pass through two prisms in a row, showing white light contained the entire colour spectrum. It was the most productive period of his life. Six months after his return, he was a minor fellow of Trinity College, and two years later, Lucasian professor. We don't know much about Shakespeare's life, but we do know that King Lear is first performed before King James I and VI on Boxing Day 1606. And we know theatres were closed that summer. It's tempting to read this bleak, death-ridden play as a plague text. We also know Shakespeare's most productive years between 1606 and 1613 coincide with a period when the Globe and other theatres were shut more than 60% of the time. So when business stops, sometimes creativity flourishes. For classical Rome, daily business was neg otium. We still use the word, especially in Spanish or Italian, or to negotiate. But negotium comes from the negation of something else. Otium. Otium is leisure. Negotium is business. Figuratively, difficulty, pains, trouble. So what, then, is otium? It is time free from activity. It is peace, quiet. Cicero uses it over and over to describe freedom to write and study. For him, like many of us, this freedom was unwanted. Claudius calls the Senate to exile Cicero in 58 BC, denying him fire and water within 400 miles of Rome. He championed Republican government by the Senate, and for this, Cicero was exiled and eventually his head and hands severed and displayed by Mark Antony, who, though he wasn't the first emperor of Rome, did attempt to style himself that way on his coins. So, after Cicero's first exile in 58, he takes up voluminous correspondence with friends like Atticus. He introduces to European culture the art of refined letter writing. He takes Latin as a modest and utilitarian language, and in its farmhouse, 
He turns it into a versatile literary tongue that can express abstract thoughts with clarity. It was unwanted isolation, but he gives us essentia, humanitas, qualitas, and quantitas. What did Mark Antony give us, really, apart from a character in a Shakespeare play? Some artists have sought out this purifying intensity of isolation. Mahler sequestered himself for three summers in his Campagna Hauschen, his composition hut, furnished only with tables, chair, stove and piano. Here in seclusion, he completed his second and third symphonies. 20th century English painter Derek Hill had a painting hut on Tory Island in Donegal where I used to live. He took breaks to teach local fishermen to paint. Dylan Thomas had a writing shed overlooking the river Tafe in Carmarthenshire. Wittgenstein had one in Norway in Skjolden. There he came up with most of the ideas in the Tractatus and he learned Norwegian to talk to villagers and Danish to read Kierkegaard. Shaw had a rotating writing hut, which he could shift to catch the sunlight. He resolved to write at least five pages a day, regardless of whatever else was going on. Even David Cameron built a writing shed in his garden in Whitney. So, there's clearly something about isolation, even unwanted solitude, maybe especially undesired retreat that can spark creation. We take what we've observed in the world, stored in our memory chips, and put it through our processors. For my wife, this is a chance to take up her pastels and teach our daughter art. Our refrigerator door had been saddening me, populated with children's birthday parties and summer weddings that would now never happen. But now, it is filling up with pastels my wife has drawn in her new project of teaching our daughter art. For me, there might be some neglected academic writing, long on the back hop, I now have some time for. What will be your quarantine project? I'd love to hear. In fact, now I have time to hear. <laughs>